Ready, Freddy? Well, see, the thing is, we're not going to be able to do a show next weekend because I have to work. Well, there you go. So it's probably good that we do one now because otherwise people are going to be really starting to think that Bill and Diane are just kind of like, you know. Sputtering out. Sputtering out, so slowly sinking in the west <laughs> and, you know, in their sunset years. <laughs> are we in our sunset years, Diane? Are we in our golden years? Well, I feel like it's golden. Pretty darn golden. It's 8.06 a.m. Saturday, March the 7th, 2020. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane <laughs> Episode, uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those. It's got a number on it. Yeah, it's one of those ones with a number on it. We were chided by Kelly for we not. We were chided, and I, you know, I felt I, in the moment, I was like, God, you know, it's nice that somebody said something. I felt very much that it was nice that somebody said something because I thought, nah, nobody Where's cares. Where's the Bill and Diane show? He said. Where's the Bill and Diane show? Where's I make my cup of coffee, coffee and, and you know, sit down and listen. And there's nothing there. So Kelly, thank you. Yes, Kelly. For sparking Tell, our. Thanks for a lot of things, Kelly. Kelly shined the front side of Woody and made him look all pretty. And Kelly brought the extra sound gear all the way out to West Seattle the other night so Cat could have something to sing through. And he's the unsung hero, that guy. And he just had a birthday recently, too. And so did Mary. We still need to get together with them for a birthday celebration. I, We've I talked about it. So we, you know, we've been busy. We're jet setters, man. We're moving. I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. Too busy out there doing and being and, you know. Yeah, ham and eggs. You know, this, we're there and everywhere. It's like crazy. Well, it has been crazy recently, well, man. Yeah. The last week has been quite, quite groovy. Quite groovy in the whole thing. You know, lots of scary stuff going on. People are a little, people are a little on edge. And yet we're taking the... <laughs> we're being fools is probably what we're doing. We're taking the foolish route. And I figure, you know, in times like this, the foolish route's as viable a pathway as any I'm being offered, certainly. I certainly don't want to be kind of pent up inside the house and like a prisoner kind of thing. I don't want to feel that way. I mean, it may come to that. I don't know. I had this... This whole coronavirus thing comes along when I've got three gigs in seven days, you know. I'm like, mm. so it's kind of like. But they were fantastic gigs. Yeah, and it does seem like people are, are, are there's a lot of people that are kind of not really buying into the, well, I mean, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's panic or if it's, you know, just because of the way the media has covered it or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to interpret. And, you know, we've been speculating all the time that, you know, yeah, we, we think it's no big deal until, you know, until we croak, <laughs> until it gets one of us or something. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, I guess it was serious. <laughs> but I'm not sure that staying inside for a, a month is going to make anybody any safer. I just yeah. don't, know. I don't know. I don't know neither. Yeah. But I do know that I feel like I am at my best when I am playing music in front of people. That's that's when I feel like okay, this is this is exactly you know. It's life. Well, this is me doing being exactly where I'm supposed to be doing exa- being doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. That's what exactly. It, that's what it feels like. So. And, you uh, played with Amy Reed. 
And then Jim Page and then Cat Eggleston all within the the span of a week. week. And they were all just amazing. Amy is 80-something. And Jim, well. Legendary. Jim. Playing with Jim was totally fun. And Cat is... And Cat is like... Beloved in all ways. I know. I'm feeling pretty lucky to be able to, you know, call these people friends. Nice. Boy, the and I get to play with Marjorie next month. The Amy Reed concert, <coughs> uh, Amy Reed Bill Davy concert, was a pretty phenomenal one because of the audience. Yeah, well, Tim and Sherry and Emma came from uh, uh, West Idaho to hang out. They were in town, and and they brought uh, Kyle and Stephen. Stephen with them, who I met. Back in Spokane, when Tim and Sherry and Emma lived in Spokane, was that Emma? I think it was Emma's graduation thing. That yeah, we it was. To? Yeah, Emma's graduation. That was quite a party. That was I quite a party. Some, I played some music at that, right? And then um, Paul and Paul and Brad. Brad came. came. I, I, I had messaged Paul saying that Tim and Sherry were in town, and, and I wasn't sure if Emma was with him or not. Your daughter has been coming to a lot was, was of the there, concerts. And she brought her friend and her friend's dad. And, and the the crowd was just so totally into it. The it's concert, everybody's uproariously clapping and and whistling and stamping their feet. Were they really? Yeah. Was it uproarious? It was uproarious. Yeah. Cool. And then out there they is, loved Amy's stuff too. Amy. I think that they were unexpectedly delighted. I love watching the way Amy wins the crowd. I know. It just happens over and over again. You know, at the beginning of the song, everybody's kind of, their heads kind of go. It's kind of, they're not quite sure, but then by the end of the song, they're just like, ah, they're totally on board. She kept saying, I don't have any people here tonight, so nobody's going to request anything. And I was saying, wait a minute, I'm oh, a fan. We're people. And I have some requests. Yeah. Now, now I'm going to have to start requesting Blueprint, which I just love. That is a great song. And Wrong Medication. Well, I always request that. Yeah. I I love It's May, The Wrong Medication, and Rachel. I think those are the... And then the one with Jim Page was wonderful because... It was like a a workshop. It felt like a workshop. It felt like a... I don't know what it felt like. Well... You have done this before that you performed uh, acoustically at the Black Dog. Well, that was Jim's. That was Jim's idea, and we had done that songwriter showcase with Jay Pinto a couple of years ago, and that's the only time I've done that uh, at the Black Dog. But the Black Dog's got the right kind of shape and acoustics for doing that. Plus, if you if you if we're in that space where we were. And the tables can just kind of be grouped around. Right, like felt a, like a crescent moon type yeah, of thing. But nice. it, I thought that what made it so special is that everybody was so singularly quiet. Yeah. You know, they were really, I, I don't even remember any restaurant sounds, you know, from the... Yeah. Uh, it was just like everybody was uh, waiting for the pin to drop. And... Because of that, and Jim was saying that he felt like when he first introduced the concept to the audience, 
he said, you know, and he was basically saying if it isn't working, we could go up to this, this stage. But he was saying that he felt that it was more of a participatory. Yeah, it is. I mean, at those, in those smaller venues, man, if you can get away with doing that, it does, it makes it much more intimate. But you have to be able to do it acoustically, and there has to be, if there's much other noise in the room going on, kitchen right. noise or, you know, stuff, it can be, it can be hard to hear. So, and I really enjoyed it. That was uh, one to tuck in the memory books. Yeah. As they all are, really. Yeah. You know? I know. And then last night, the, or not last night, night before last? That night before last. It was night, night before last, excuse me, sorry. That's CMP. With Kat. It's golden. She played some, uh, because you were playing an old <coughs> song, she played an old song, Paper Boats, which I always loved. I find myself getting so emotional now when people was, are playing. Was, she was playing paper boats. I was watching you watch her. I was getting choked up watching you watch her. <laughs> Crazy, man. I'm getting choked up thinking about it. Me too. <laughs> um, well, you know, just like with Firelight when Jim sang that at the anniversary. Fireside. I Excuse me, Fireside. Yes. You get fireside, fireside and candlelight mixed up. Yeah. yeah. But when um, when he played that at the open mic, I just wept. Yeah. And I think it's just that resonance over years, and it takes you back to the first time you heard it. And oh. Yeah, and so. most of the, and the, the people that have traveled forward in time from that point to this point with you, you know, and there's a couple of those people are in the room too. It's like, eh. yeah. Well, like, especially for how can it be otherwise, paper know? boats, uh, that was one of the ones she played me in the bathroom at the antique before yeah. she played it. Ugh. And I, there was a songwriter who was critiquing her at the time about that song, and I was just fiercely <laughs> defending. I said, that is a wonderful song. Do not listen to that guy. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's a He's just jealous. <laughs> just jealous. Oh, I think a lot like, of people were jealous Kat, of Cat. Cat came off the off the starting blocks as a full blown singer songwriter. The first song she wrote was <laughs> What? What? That's your the first song? I always wonder if it's because she had the the well the family she had, first of all, and but the dramatic. I mean, yeah, she was always all of that. And the into drama. That she had, and that she was exceedingly literate and already, you know, steeped in musical forms. Yeah. Although she was not as much a student of of particular musical forms then as she has become, but yeah. you know, she was just open to all of that stuff. But anyway, what a special week it's been, yeah, and it's like, it was so yeah. incredible. If this isn't what life's supposed to be all about, I don't know what is. I don't know it either. I do not. And this week, we also have a a concert we're going to be going to at Egan's with Jim Page, Reggie Garrett, and Sam Sam Weiss, who is now going to be moving back into the area. Did you see that? No, she's coming back permanently? Yeah. She's... I was like, Well, I knew that she used to spend half the year here and half the year in Florida. And then she was in Iowa. Is it Iowa? Yeah. So she's been back Where, in Iowa, which is her family homestead. I right. And today. Today we're getting together with my boy James, who is uh, who turned twenty six yesterday. 
and uh, so we're going to have some Thai food and visit. And it's also a celebration of our anniversary. Today is our 12th anniversary, Diane, 12, 12 years. Of the most delicious of dream. the most delicious dream. That's just which is, we count this as our anniversary. We actually didn't get married. We got married in August of 09, but in March of 08 is when the uh, dream happened, which is when we really mark our beginning. Because it really was, I mean, we were pretty much done at that point. It had been a long road, even though neither one of us had acknowledged the long road that we'd already been on by then, you know. Because uh, after your birthday party, I mean, I was, you know, I had spent most of, huh, there was a year and a half where we weren't in communication. I'd say a year of that year and a half I spent getting over you. <laughs> or getting my head around the idea that that was not, wasn't going to be something that was going to happen. I didn't ever know that. What did you think I was doing? Oh, I didn't know that you had put some hopes on that. Well, I was trying to figure out how that could, how it could happen, and I realized that it couldn't probably, and that it probably wasn't smart, and you know, I had to kind of. There was this whole process of self-flagellation that, you know, is one of my hobbies, <laughs> and it's one of the things I've really gotten good at over the years. You know, it's, it's a lot of practice. Anyway. Well, fortunately, the dream reignited at just the right time, I think. Yep. That's why we, we this is our anniversary. This <laughs> is, it was March 7th of 2008 that I got the email from Diane. At 1.35 a.m. time stamped, talking about the most delicious dream. That's when it started. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it's kind of an auspicious day here, so it's good that we're doing a show. If we had missed doing a show today... Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. Then there might seriously be something wrong with the Bill and Diane show as a concept. Ew, boy. Yes, yeah. yes. It's good coffee. But there is absolutely nothing wrong with the Bill and Diane show as a concept. It's just that we're getting older, and uh, we might miss a week now and then because we're just too tired from the thing the night before, or we got something going on that's happening too early on Saturday, and... We didn't have the wherewithal to record a special broadcast on Friday night, and uh, you know we're yeah. just we're not as much those kind of people where we'll make create a special environment to create the show because we're not going to be around on Saturday morning. Last week I was doing the Ancient Victories publication, right. and that was and we were I don't know that that I'd has done a gig the night before, and it was yeah. you know, it was kind of two nights before, and I was a little burned out. I, uh, m the more that I do the Ancient Vic Victories publication yes. now, no. I, the more I am so grateful for the experience of all these people in my life, you know, yeah. because every time it's got a celebration of somebody in it. So, but it is a very time consuming process. True that. It is. So our music today. Yes. We are dipping back into the uh, uh, favorites file. These are songs from uh, early in our lives together. Wouldn't you say, Diane? I would say. These are uh, songs that I found it when I was working at KOZI Radio in Cheyenne, Washington. And Diane and I were newly together, and we were sending songs back and forth, you know. Weren't we? We were. You probably know. I, I I don't remember when I first 
what what the occasion was, but you probably remember the day and the date and what, you know, what, how it came and why. And so why don't you tell the story instead of testing me on how much I remember because I don't remember anything. Well, I do remember for Gandhi Buddha, Gandhi which Buddha. is really sort of our... If we had to pick one song that's our yeah. song, it would be that one. But you sent it to me before we got together, um, and I didn't pick up on the fact that you were trying to say something with it. Um, I, I thought you were just sending me a song that was beautiful and that you knew I'd like. And I think that that was part of the reason why you s dropped out, was that I didn't pick up on the Gandhi Buddha thing. Oh, you, oh, you think so, huh? Uh, that's, oh, that's this the, is the story that you've told yourself over the years. Yeah. Right? Interesting. That's what I think. It's very interesting, I have don't I do not remember what my motivation was in the moment, but I know that I was probably, I'm sure the song was heavily freighted with you know. Well, it was right out. You sent it to me right after we had a conversation on the phone, because you were we were writing back and forth, and you said, <coughs> "Is there some reason why we shouldn't be talking on the phone?" And, I remember saying that. And then um, I said, "No, we should have a phone call," and we had a marvelous phone call and. And then you sent me that song, so I thought you were just, I just wasn't picking up. Hmm. And I think it's just because the logistics were so odd. I would have picked up a lot quicker if the logistics weren't so strange. Um, but I, I just was reveling in the friendship that we had, so. And I still fun. am. Yeah. I'm still reveling in this marvelous friendship. It's pretty cool. The, the most wonderful experience I've ever had is being with you. Likewise, kiddo. Jeepers. Take it easy, will you? And I've had 12 years of it. 12 years? Takes a licking and keeps on ticking. May I That's please it. have some more? May <laughs> <laughs> I have some more, please? And the other song is kind of fun. I'm gonna, we're going to play that one first. I just like I love I love the song because I do feel like all of our friends are saying, yeah, come down. And it's now. a local guy. It's a local guy. Uh, ben Gibbard's a, a Seattle singer-songwriter. Yeah. So there you go. We got a little postal service for you and a little Cheryl Wheeler. Happy anniversary, darling. Happy anniversary.